0: The International Monetary Fund has warned that the global economy faces a growing risk of economic derailment and must take steps to boost global demand. With me to discuss is James Bevan from CCLA. Well, James figures out from the IMF they don't look good. We're looking at a retrenchment of capital and trade flows. Of course, China saw the worst month for exports since 2009. However, that said, The former IMF chief economist Oliver Blanchard, he's actually called for a reality check saying fears of the global downturn are overdone. So what are we to believe?
1: That we're in for a period of very poor growth. We have a significant risk of deflation taking grip once more. And therefore when one unpacks the IMF concerns, I would say that there are two challenges. The reality that growth is going to be much less strong than most people had anticipated. And secondly, this problem is essentially an excess of supply relative to demand. The IMF is talking about needing more demand side measures, when in fact we also need to have a constraint on the output.
0: Well, staying with the IMF and commentators, from the Journal of Economic Perspectives have actually criticised the IMF saying it's similar to that of a football referee, whereas a lot hinges on how that referee would be perceived in terms of whether they're competent and impartial. What do you make of this?
1: I think the IMF has an extraordinarily difficult task. It is essential to have scenarios and probabilities and weightings, but the market craves a single answer. Now, of course, Everything that will happen is conditional on the whole set of assumptions that underpin those expectations. The challenge for the IMF, of course, in producing a single number is to weight the probabilities of outcome and be prepared to change those probabilities as one scenario in practice becomes more likely than another.
0: But the IMF did fail to predict the financial crisis, they failed to predict the Greek sovereign debt crisis, so this economic derailment, what's they looking at to be the catalyst for this and you know why should we believe this prediction?
1: Spotting material crises is a lot more difficult than joining the dots on a running trend. If you were to say what were the real challenges for the IMF today, it is clearly China and the emerging economies, and China as we know has three substantial bubbles, an excess credit binge, it has way too much Uh, investment and it has a property bubble. And deflating those three bubbles without there being a side swipe for the global economy is a real challenge. Now, right at the moment, China is exporting capital. So there is about one and a quarter trillion dollars flowing from China to the rest of the global economy. And that gives people the expectation that everything is fine. I suspect that China may want to devalue its currency by the middle of the year, at which point those capital flows cease and may reverse at which point China exports deflation, the global economy feels sick.
0: So when it comes to the global economy, does everything hinge on China? But where else are the other trouble spots? Where do you think's overdone and where are the green shoots?
1: Well, in terms of scale, clearly the United States is must. It's the largest economy, and it is that economy which is continuing to deliver reasonable growth. And herein lies an interesting quandary for the Federal Reserve. There is a broad expectation that they will tighten rates as it becomes apparent that consumer indices of inflation are beginning to rise. Now, I suspect that actually they may be prepared to let inflation run a bit, given that there is at the moment no wage inflation in the system, and I suspect they may want to see wage inflation before they begin to put on the brakes once more. So rather than expecting that there may be three more hikes in the current year, which is still an expectation that many hold in the market, I fear we may get one or none.
0: So another recession coming. What are your thoughts?
1: I don't think that we will see a recession in the technical sense of two quarters of contraction. But I do think it's going to feel awful because if you have falling prices, we clearly have an industrial production recession because we've had excess bill and therefore we have a lot of inventory on the shelf. That's going to make the climate feel miserable, even if we don't technically have a recession.
0: Well, finally, David Limpton, who's the number two for the IMF, he said that actually the global downturn could be a self-fulfilling prophecy if the world doesn't do more to boost demand. What do you make of this?
1: I think that we all understand the textbook solution to the current growth problem. We have to have very accommodative monetary policy. Hats off for central bankers achieving that objective. That said, I think negative real interest rates are very dangerous and we are playing with fire when we entertain that notion. We have to have a cognitive fiscal policy we have to stop worrying about governments that overspend, because right now, generating excess demand requires governments to spend money. We have to have a real focus on structural and productivity-focused improvements to the economy, the emancipation of entrepreneurial spirit, the cutting of red tape. If we can achieve those objectives, we have a fine future. If we assume that central banks can sort this on our own. We have a lot to lose.
0: Thanks for watching. For more videos from The Voice of the Market, please subscribe.